Welcome back to A Different Look at Music, and thank you for tuning in for the third episode. This is your host, Noel Leaflor, back for another commentary music history lesson. In this podcast, I explore a unique subgenre of music that most people either have never heard or don't regularly listen to. In this episode, I'll be talking about yodeling. To kick it off, let's start with its origins. Although associated with the Swiss Alps and the Austrian Tyrol, ethnomusicologists believe that the origins of yodeling can be traced back tens of thousands of years to ancient African nomadic hunter-gatherer societies. Yodeling originated as a signal song, a shout to make themselves heard over a long distance. These were commonly used in the mountains. These shouts were designed to individually tell who they were to people like shepherds who would use this to call the animals and get in touch with other people. In later time, yodeling arrived in America in the mid-1800s and was used in traveling entertainment shows. Alpine yodeling was a long-time rural tradition in Europe It became popular in the 1830s as entertainment in theaters and music halls. It is thought that yodeling was first introduced to the United States by German immigrants in Pennsylvania in the early 1800s. As the new settlers traveled south through the Appalachian Mountains and beyond to the deep south once they came into contact with Scots and Irish immigrants, Scandinavians, and other nationalities including African slaves who communicated with field haulers. In 1839, the Tyrolese minstrels toured the United States and started an American craze for Alpine music. During the 1840s, dozens of German, Swiss, and Austrian singing groups crisscrossed the country entertaining audiences with a combination of singing, yodeling, and alpine harmony. The popularity of the European groups led to the formation of many American family singing groups as well. The most popular was the Hutchinson family singers, who toured, sang harmony, and yodeling. Recordings of yodelers were made in 1892 and in 1920. The Victor Recording Company listed 17 yodels in their catalog, many of them by George Watson, the most successful yodeler of the time. In 1902, Watson recorded the song Hushabye Baby, which was later recorded in 1924 by Rowley Puckett as Rock All Our Babies to Sleep, the first country yodeling record ever made. Yodeling was also used by black entertainers long before it became a national craze in the late 1920s. Charles Anderson Monroe Tabber performed under the stage name of the Alabama Yodeler, or Yodeling Bellboy, while Belula Henderson was famous as America's only colored lady yodeler. So now we've learned where and when yodeling came from, but who exactly helped progress it and how? The first musical recordings were made on wax cylinders, simply known as records in their era of greatest popularity, which was 1896-1915. These hollow relic objects had an audio recording engraved on the outside surface, which could be reproduced when played on a mechanical cylinder phonograph. Entertainer J.K. Emmett was probably the most well-known yodeler of his time. He did make recordings but died before the recording industry was firmly established. Many future yodelers record songs he had either written or made popular, including Sleep Baby Sleep. Most music historians say that the first country music record to include yodeling was Rock All Our Babies Asleep, sung by Raleigh Puckett, a blind singer from Georgia. In 1924, in country music, his recording was one of the top hits of that year. Another early yodeler was Emmett Miller, a minstrel show performer also from Georgia in the 1920s. Miller recorded the song Lovesick Blues, which was later a major hit for country singer Hank Williams. Bob Wills, the king of western swing, and many others were also influenced by Miller. 
The singer and brakeman, Jimmy Rogers, is credited with creating the American version of Alpine yodeling, the Blue Yodel. While working on the railroad, Rogers learned blues techniques from African-American gandy dancers, railroad workers, and eventually created his characteristic sound, a blend of traditional work, blues, hobo, and cowboy songs, his trademark Blue Yodel. His first Blue Yodel, known as Blue Yodel No. 1, T for Texas, is recorded in the Trinity Baptist Church at Camden, New Jersey. When the song was released in February 1928, it became a national phenomenon and generated an excitement and record-buying frenzy that no one could have predicted. Although today's idea of that life in times of cowboys may not be completely accurate, the American cowboy is not a myth. At one time, the American West was an open ranch with thousands of cattle that needed to be watched over, branded, and herded, and rounded up, and driven to slaughterhouses. Music historian Timothy Wise writes that it was the mass media of the time, radio, phonograph, and film that spread the romantic myth of the cowboy and popular music was integral to the mass meditation of the idea and of the representation of the cowboy, and yodeling was one of its primary signifiers. The transformation of Rogers' blue yodel to the cowboy yodel involved a change in both rhythm and a move away from Southern's blues-type lyrics. There are a lot of cowboys in yodeling, but what about cowgirls? The Dezurek sisters are two of the first women to become stars in both the National Barn Dance and the Grand Ole Opry, largely resolved their original yodeling style. Patsy Montana, born Ruby Rose Belvins, was the first female country performer to have a million-selling single with her signature song, I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart, recorded in 1935. Members of the Western Writers of America chose it as one of the top 100 Western songs of all time. In 2012, her record was added to the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry list of culturally, historically, or aesthetically important American sound recordings. But for all of us, sometimes a tune just hits right, no matter who you are. One famous yodeling tune known all over the world is the song The Lions Sleep Tonight, also known as Wimaway. It was the first recorded by Solomon Linda and the Evening Birds in South Africa in 1939. Linda, a singer of Zulu origin, wrote the song originally entitled Mibube, which is Lion in Zulu, while working for the Gala Record Company as a cleaner and record packer. He did that. Other than the National Barn Dance, broadcast out of Chicago started in 1924 and the Grand Ole Opry in 1925, American country western performers had only lived performances and records to promote their music. When radio grew in popularity in the 1920s and the 1930s, the powerful recording company RCA Victor feared that free music would devastate their, their record business. RCA first attempted to prevent artists from appearing on the radio and then successfully stopped the growth of more powerful FM stations. But radio ownership grew from two out of five U.S. homes in 1931 to four out of five homes in 1938. And stations began to broadcast live shows featuring various artists, sometimes with a live audience. By the 1970s, rock and roll had taken control. Hocus Pocus is a song by the Dutch rock band Focus, written by keyboardist, flutist, and vocalist Oish van Leer and guitarist Jan Ackerman. It was recorded and released in 1971 as the opening track of their second studio album, Moving Waves. Hocus Pocus takes the form of a rondo consisting of alternation between a powerful rock chord riff, short drum solos, and then varied solo verses, which include yodeling. Here's a clip of some yodelers yodeling. Irrelevant. It's a hocus pocus. Focus.
classic move. Well, I'm in love, I'm in love with the beautiful gal. That's what's the matter with me. I'm in love, I'm in In today's world, we have a well-known yodeler who took his rise to fame as a young boy. Mason Ramsey would have never happened without the unique sound of yodeling and his charm. He rose to fame when he won the 27th annual Kentucky Opry Talent Search in January 2015 after performing Williams' Your Cheatin' Heart. He then rose to internet fame after a video of him singing was posted online in January 2017. In that video, he was standing in a Walmart and singing Hey Good Lookin' by Hank Williams. His performance collectively garnered over 25 million views and became a viral sensation and internet meme. On June 30, 2023, Ramsey released the single, Reasons to Come Home, his first new music release in nearly four years. On August 4, 2023, Ramsey released his second single this year, She Got It Out of Me, a month after the release of his first single. On September 15, 2023, Ramsey released another song, Next Right Thing, which, along with the previous two tracks released this year, included on his new extended play. All three songs released in 2023, also, two new songs, All I Want to Be and Falls Into Place, were released as part of the new extended play, Falls Into Place, on October 20th, 2023, after four years from the re release of the previous extended play. Thank you for listening to this episode about yodeling origins, the pioneer influence, and yodeling in the modern age. In the next episode, I'll explore Sot. Sot is a kind of popular music found in Kuwait and Bahrain. Make sure to follow a different look at music on Spotify. I'm Noah Leeflor, and this has been a different look at music. Thank you.